Welcome back to the second establishment of the Hardwood Amino Podcast. I'm your host, Snake. And, of course, I'm joined by the one, the only, uh, Slen. What's going on, man? What is up, you beautiful buttercups? It is your boy, Slensei, a.k.a. your favorite midnight snack. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this. Uh, yeah, for sure. No, we're, we're excited. And then uh, we have our first guest on the podcast um, on the second episode. Uh, we're going to be having guests weekly. And, and to introduce our first guest, he's a diehard Celtics fan. Diehard Ray Allen fan, yeah. uh, one of the more long tenured members on the app, Cosmo. So, how's everything, Cosmo? And uh, and how does it feel to be on the uh, to be the first guest no, um, on this podcast? It's a, it's a pleasure being here, like hundred percent. Like, <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be a dope ass like hour, hour and a half, or however long. So I'm ready. Yeah, for sure. We're and we're excited to have you. So, uh, before like we start, I just wanted to like lay out the format for how this podcast is going to go because we got a lot of. Um, comments or feedback on the first episode and and it's really not going to be when we bring these guests on it's really not going to be like all hardwood related we're going to try to like squeeze some a lot of nba talk and so the first portion of the pod is just going to be for for viewers or or listeners out there um it's going to be more hardwood related and then we'll transition more into the basketball and obviously because uh because cosmo you know follows like celtics so we'll we'll talk a lot of um, Celtics and basketball in general after we finish the hardwood portion. But to start off, um, I'll, I'll start off the, the Q&A, I guess, here. And uh, for this first question, I, I think we're going to be because I've, I've, I've seen podcasts a lot and, and I'm, I'm sort of like a players only type podcast. Like that's the podcast that I like. So when I listen to podcasts, I listen to there's this podcast called All of the Smoke. And then there's another Another podcast called Knuckleheads, which is really good with Quinn Richardson and Darius Miles. And what they like to do a lot is, is throw out a signature question. And I don't know if that's like a, a, the right term for it, but they ask, uh, you know, for the Knuckleheads, for example, they ask, like, who's the first person to give you trouble in the league um, to really give you the work? And, and they'll, you know, they'll, they'll propose this question to, to their, their guest, and they'll always have, um, you know, they'll always get an answer from each guest they have on the, on the show. So, um, I think we should mirror that for these hardwood podcasts. And I think uh, the question I'm going to ask is, and I, I'll ask this to every guest, but you can you can give the first answer to this, Cosmo, is who is like the dopest or coolest member that you've interacted with on hardwood um, that's like either like like that no one really knew about and like is like maybe like inactive, like is no longer on the app. Like who is that one dude that you're just like, you know, when you talk to him, you're like, man, this guy's like pretty laid back or like I, I miss, you know, having him on the app. Like, who's that one guy? Uh, shit, there's, there's a lot of great members, man. But if I had to pick, it'd, pro- it'd have to be a variety of members. Like, definitely Will would be one of them. Like, I knew his, I knew him like while he was still a damn like Goldie on the app as well. Like, he's one, like, am I, am I allowed to swear on here? Am I allowed to cuss a bit? Uh, uh, maybe, yeah. Man, I'm telling you, he's one of the motherfuckers I know, man. Like, like deep down, like I've known him for like I think like two and a half years at this point. Like, he's dope as hell. Um, definitely, Slun would be another one. I've been talking to him for like about two years as well now. He's one of my closest friends as well as I don't know if many people know who this guy is, but Ski Mask, like he was really big in the editing league for a little bit, like. And I think I've known him for even longer than both like Will and Slun. Like, I've been like talking to him like this for like damn near three years now so yeah definitely made a lot of friendships on harvest since joining <laughs> yeah for sure go ahead son you're take it away 
Uh, definitely Cosmo and Ski. I've been talking to these dudes for so, so long. I mean, this dates back to when we had, like, you know, not exactly Clan Wars, but after that. It was when I met them because I met them through Tip, a uh, typical fan. And I was like, yo, these guys are kind of cool. Let me hang out with them. Uh, things happened. Uh, a lot of debates about whether garlic sticks or, like, Red Lobster Cheddar Biscuits happened. Uh, a lot of me yelling in the VC, just <laughs> going ham. Uh, but really, those are some of my closest guys on the app. And I've been through a lot. And I mean a lot with them, too. Like, I'm not going to go to specifics because everyone already knows. But, you got- like, the, the, everything that happened, like, Wide earlier up. this month, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I have a lot of, I yeah, I, I got a lot of close members on the app too. Um, I'm not going to like pick, pick and choose. Cause I don't like doing that. But if you're listening, you know, you know who you are. I mean, it's, it's, you know, and you guys are always dope too, but um, yeah, uh, I will. Yeah. I, I was going to ask a question, but you can go ahead and ask yours, Slen, uh, before I get to mine. Uh, so I did this with snake first, kind of like my own customary kind of questions, uh, two staff members. But I was going to ask how it was like being a curator for the first time. Like, what was it like being, like, promoted to a level where not only do other members look up to you, per se, but they also just sort of, you know, come to you for their problems? Like, how does it feel? Man, it was, man, it's one of the most gratifying things I've ever had in the app, man. I think I've been here, like, December, yeah, December 23rd, 2016. That was when I first joined, so it's been about, like, uh shit how long like basically like almost like like three going on four years at this point so like when i got announced with snake that i was that was a carrier like that was one of the most gratifying things in my life and like i didn't even know like who snake was at the time like i may have like talked to him like once or twice but now we pretty cool like it's been i want to say it's been like two months since i've been promoted curator same with snake so like we just doing what we can man like we've actually been gaining a lot of new members and stuff too like we've all been working pretty hard to get hardwood back to how it was like summer 2017 summer 2018 so i'm really excited man like i'm just happy to be in a position to where i can directly impact like how the app and how the amino like grows for like the long term like you know what i mean yeah facts i i know what you're saying and and you talk about some of those days with i mean you like you mentioned you've been on the app since december of 2016 so a lot has changed since then and that leads to like my next question and how would you say hardwood's different from 2016 compared to what it is now? Like what, like what specifically is like, has been different? Um, it could be like better or like what, what exactly is different from then? I think, I think generally hardwood's like a lot more like structure now as well. Cause I remember back like early 2017, like when I started at 4GP with some of the homies, shout out to Clutch and uh, CSO, like uh, so many mixed opinions about Clan Wars, man. I swear. Like, <laughs> A lot of people have bad memories of that just because, like, NSG was, like, kind of, like, the biggest, like, one everyone associated them with toxicity because, like, Mac was head of that shit for, like, so long. But, I mean, once, like, once Clan Wars started, like, ended, I kind of felt like Hardwood got, like, a little bit, like, more, like, formal, like, more centered around, like, actual, like, basketball debates. And, like, that's also – actually, no. Leagues were – no, leagues were big back then. Leagues were definitely big back then. But I think that's when the more, like, the, like, um, the casual community, like, started up. <laughs> Like, after Clan Wars, like, we actually got, like, a, like a whole ass, like, new wave of members. Like, that's when, like, I'm pretty sure that's, like, when Slen joined. That's when Will joined. Uh, that would have been when you joined Snake, I think. So, like, 
I joined in September of 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So you so. caught like, the very like butt end of it. So yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's insane. It's like I don't know how to explain it in words, though. Like, it's crazy. Like going, um, like going from like going from going like the goddamn like near, damn near like a war zone, like fucking like 4GP, like G17, actually going at each other to what it is now, like with like chill chat and all that. I think it's been a really good change for hardwood, honestly. Even though some people disagree, but I like it how it is now. Uh, I'm gonna keep it real with you. We're starting to get the clan wars back, though. Like <laughs> we got exotic becoming a thing. Bro, I see. Scamily. Scamily. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we like the, the motherfucking, like, double S thing, like, the scamily stuff, like, I mean, those definitely, that, like, those ain't clans, like, NSG and, four, and like, 4GP, but, like, I also saw, <laughs> this is funny as shit, I forget who it was, but I saw someone <laughs> be like, bro, let's start a purge night, <laughs> and look on the- <laughs> like, it's like, break all the time. And Loco was like, hmm, time to get my mod actions off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Just eyes glowing, just loads up the band hammer with malicious intent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, no, just get off topic. If like, I don't understand the people that, like, direct, direct, like, break the guidelines. Like, they'll say, like, N-word in the chat with, like, five or, like, four staff members, and they'll get struck, and then you're like, bro, why the fuck did I get struck? And I'm like, shit, I don't know, maybe because you broke the guidelines. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, that's like, that's like going out and being like, bro, officer, like, what did I do? It's like, you just committed a hit and run. It's like, how was I supposed to know? It's like, it's the rules, man, like, come on, like... <laughs> Nah, that's basically the equivalent of, like, you know, the rev- the Revolutionary War where you have, like, like you know, the whole entire firing line, just some dude right in the middle, just BAM! Just- <laughs> <laughs> no, that re- no, 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 that reminds me of, like, the whole, like, choke time situation where he was, like, sending dick pictures up and people like, bro, free choke, free choke, and I'm like, are you, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> violated, like, five, six guidelines at once, like, why, like, of course he got banned. Like, the fuck? <laughs> Bro, Showtime's become a meme, like, yeah. so bad. I know. <laughs> oh, good memories. Good memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure. Shit. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I... Dude, it's... That actually goes to my next question, though, about, like, memories and all that. Like, what's your favorite hardwood memory, per se? Like, I know that we have so many, but there's there's always that one that sticks out, and I want to know what that is to you. Like, all right, all right. As, you, as y'all know, I, w- I'm, I wasn't, like, very, like, involved in leagues during my time in hardwood. Like, I was in NBATL for a bit, and I, I was actually pretty good there, but I took, like, I took more of an uncommon route, honestly. But during, like, y'all both definitely remember the whole VSF scandal, right? Where, like, all the alls got busted and shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yes. to that because like I was like, holy shit, like this is huge. So I saw like through like the comments, like no respect to Gab, like me and him are cool now. But my favorite memory will always be Gab like trying to justify himself and UCF just going like him on his ass in the comments. Like that it was like 50, oh. 60 comments thread. <laughs> like, no. like that was like a meme for like the longest time, bro. Like Yes. No, the best thing about that too was I was a part of it. Like I got lucky to see it like live. I kept, I kept refreshing because it was going at like every like five minutes or so, and it got to the part where it was like, ooh, like if they were doing that shit now, they both probably would have gotten banned. 
Like straight up there. Jesus. No no appeal. Nah, I was a part of that too. Like I had to be like one of the background guys who were like <laughs> we made this whole chat to where we were like these like investigators or some shit. Next thing you know, it's like we're gonna take VSS down from the inside. Get the screenshots, get everything, load the ammunition, we're about to fuck these guys over. Yeah. Just a whole situation. The funniest part about that is, like, no one knows who the mole was. Like, no one knows, like, who got in the VSS chat and took all those screenshots. I don't know either. I really don't. <laughs> like, bro, my, my, that was the most clutch thing ever. My running theory was that that was always Rhino, but, like, that's never been proven. So, I mean, hey. So, for those for, yeah, for the, for those people out there that don't – well, I, I actually don't really know too much about that whole scandal that happened, but – if one of you guys just want to, like, explain it for people who, like, don't, like, necessarily know. Yeah, I'd go on. Yeah, I'd let Slunsley take care of that because he was, like, directly involved. Yeah, just, like, briefly, I guess. Just, like, yeah. go over it. It's showtime, boys. Uh, <laughs> just, like, so... like, his cigars, like, back in my day. <laughs> All right, no. Uh, uh, no, just give a brief. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I was going to give a brief, but, uh. All right. Mm-mm. Let me tell you about the times of VSS and how we completely fucked over the team. Uh, so, the whole entire situation was there was guys on the team creating alternate accounts. And in Hobble, you cannot do that because alternate accounts can be used to vote, which adds, you know, inflation to the voting numbers. Also, they can be like you so, bloggers and stuff to keep under cap. I- yeah, it also was a play to keep people under cap as well. So, they would sign alts. And completely, like, bend the cap rules, which Gab, to his credit, was smart as fuck for doing that. Uh, Basically, uh, it turned to a whole scandal with people getting banned. Even stats got banned, but that's because he was just in the chat when it happened. So it was only, like, one game. He wasn't a part of it. People, like, get, like, one just for being, like, on the VSS team, like, in the chat. It's inclusion, yeah. 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 Uh, CS, the guy you mentioned earlier, he was uh, involved with that. I think he got two games. Yeah. But... Alternate accounts are illegal in Hobble, people. Uh, you don't want to do that because then, you know, you'll hit that ban hammer by uh, the Girthmeister himself, Girthy. Oh, yeah. So you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was such a huge follow-up. <laughs> uh, so what, just a multitude of of um, of um of just alts and they just freaking, like... Yeah, yeah, man, basically. Like, like, yeah, just like a mass house. Yeah, not really a mass, but it's more so like, you know, I think every person on the team that was involved on the roster, not like, you know, the mascots or the mentors or whatever, uh-huh. like, they weren't involved with it. But the players, some of them were, and they were making alternate accounts to stay under cap. Yeah. So it was a whole situation. Who, who but... was the GM of them at the time? Gab. 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 Okay, so, because, so, like, when you see an alter really, like, not – like in any league, I mean, obviously they're not accepted. Uh, but if, like, usually when I see an alternate account, like on on any team in any league, it's usually like one person's doing it. So I have the sneaking suspicion that like this was sort of like planned because a lot of like you were saying like the whole team pretty much had alt. So like yeah, and if, that had oh, to be yeah. like, it was definitely planned. Like, no, it was yeah. planned. If I researched correctly, I think the main one was like loyal. Like if like. For those who don't remember who he was, like he was like a dope ass like vlogger back back in the day. Like he was a really cool person to talk to. But like he had an alt called uh, Conspi- Conspi- conspicuous. Yeah, conspicuous. He was posting. He was posting some fire content on that blog. 
and I think and I think that actually got people suspicious because like he was like, wait a minute, like this guy just joined hard when he's already like a top ten blogger in the league. Like, hold up, <laughs> like yeah, 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 and that goes with like plagiarism and all that stuff now too. Like sometimes, sometimes you see like a a goldie like pull out some like some really really you know oh, like but, high oh, like. How could I forget 007 IP tracing too? <laughs> oh, oh my god! That. Oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> that's exposed. Yeah, that's dude. <laughs> he was from Korea, I think. <laughs> Definitely. Oh boy, dude, Tip is the man for that. I don't care. I that was the best thing ever. To this day, how he managed to do that shit, but like. I don't know either, but that was- I remember he came to me in the chat, and he was like, hey, hey, guess what, guess what? I just got P-traced. I was like, oh my god, what? <laughs> just, <Man>. why? Uh, it, definitely, it definitely exposed him, though. Yeah. It was a whole situation, and I'm glad I got to live through it while I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, well, not to cut you guys off there, but... Uh, I had another question. We were talking about leagues, and uh, just want to ask you, Cosmo, if you had any, because you've been you've been around the Harwood app for a pretty long time now, yeah. since since 2016, yeah. and you've seen a lot of leagues like come and go. Some of them are still standing, like Hobble and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But if you had any, if you had a chance to bring back any league, uh, what would it be, and like, what's your reasoning behind that? Oh man, NBA TL for sure, man. Like that's. Like, what I was saying earlier about, like, me and Will being super tight, like, that was, like, that was, like, part of it. Because it was in season one, but season two, he got traded to uh, the Chinatown Yaz, I think it was called, when KOTP was still the GM. Right. Like, we, we got along just fine, but unfortunately, there was a whole situation with, like, Roheem and Tyler there. So, like, shit didn't work out, but nah, definitely, if I could bring back one, like, definitely NBA TL, man. That shit was so fun. <laughs> that was trivia, no? Yeah, that was a trivia league. Yeah, I I tried to bring back a like a speed trivia league where like it would be a certain uh, I had a seven sec second timer and so I would ask questions and you would have to answer during like within a certain time frame. So that that was pretty fun, but that didn't last too long. I was busy with other stuff, but yeah, those trivia leagues are really fun. And uh, I think Sun and I were talking about like the fact that Vert's like a trivia god, oh. <laughs> so. I don't remember. I, don't remember. I hate Vert so much, dude. I, mm, I love him, but I hate him so much. It's a love hate so relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like this man, uh, it was part of All Star Weekend this uh, HFDL season. We were playing trivia, and I was like, okay, I might have a chance if there's simple questions because I'm trash at trivia. I'm not good at it because of like the whole entire like, you know, short memory type thing. Like the whole entire beat there. So. First question comes up. I think it was like uh, uh it was the one that I answered wrong. Uh, wait, actually, wait. the one that made me look like a fake Heat fan. I think I was there as a reserve because I remember doing like the first season of like HDFL, like when like the MBTL started like dying off. So yeah, I remember. But keep, but keep going. Yeah. So I think it was the first one. It was uh, who was the Pistons' 2006? Eastern Conference Finals matchup. Oh. And this is the one where I hate myself for answering wrong because I knew it and I couldn't do <laughs> Wait, it. you didn't answer the heat? Uh, I said... You didn't say the heat? No, <laughs> I... No, I didn't. I said the Cavaliers, which I think was a year later. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, I knew it was the heat, right? But 
my mind. I was like, oh, that's the Cavs. The Broncos is the Pistons. Like, <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, and this dude, Bird, I swear to God, I will not remember this. The moment I said it wrong, his fucking answer was already like the first one up there. And I was like, are you shitting me? So, this man so, is going so, off. So by the time he answered, <laughs> you put Cavs at the bottom. Yeah, the, the he put the heat first. That was the one thing I forgot to mention. He put heat first, and I got it wrong. <laughs> you got it before you, and you got it wrong. <laughs> you still got yeah. it wrong. Bro. That was terrible, dude. Oh, uh, it's not as bad as uh, uh, what was it? It was the time where I was new to hardwood, and I didn't know crap about basketball besides my own Heat team. So. Who was the 2013 NBA Finals MVP? I was asked. You will not believe what I said. I said Ray Allen. <laughs> you know what? Hey, respect. Respect for Ray Allen. I, I can agree with that. I was like, oh. he hit the game winning shot. He's the Finals MVP. Dude. Next thing you know, no, it wasn't that. It was LeBron. Wow. That's- I'm stupid. Ray Allen, Kyle, Rob. You should have two Finals MVPs, not zero. SMH. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we can get into well, actually before we get into that. Uh, I think, yeah, I asked uh, Slen if you want to get into your next question, go ahead, and then I'll I'll finish up the hardwood section with my last question. Oh, uh, I kind of want everyone to know like who the borders of hardwood are. Like, what kind of small group is that? Because that it's one of your titles, it's one of mine, but we never really got into like the whole entire gist of it, like what it is and all that. So, what is it? Well, for the people in the back as well, what is the borders of hardwood? It's, it's, it's basically just like a group of like close friends, like I've made on here. Like obviously, like Slend being one of them, but like, like as I was saying, like Will, like for members, like you might know that are part of like Will, uh, Kenny, um, Threeses, Tip. Uh, spades and ski master base and Tito, yeah, Tito. That's basically everyone. But yeah, though, like all of those guys, like I've been talking to, like personally, like on like VC for like, like at least like two plus years now. Like it's like to, it's like to the point where I consider them like part of like, of like my real friend group. Like even though like we haven't really met each other like all like at once yet, like I consider them like my brothers, like my friends and all that shit. So yeah. Oh yeah. And we're planning on meeting yes. each other too at some point. I think it's like 2021 where we're planning a trip to see Kenny and uh, the Netherlands. Yes. That's dope, man. It, it's crazy how like Hardwood like does that. You know, it's it's like that's yeah, that's just like insane to think about. Uh but before we wrap up the, this like this whole Hardwood talk, uh, last thing I got to ask you about, the legendary Rayon post, yeah. processing's legendary Rayon post. Um, thoughts on that and like is there any story like behind that like are you like how did that come about just just to clarify you're talking about the one like that proc made right like yeah the one that that's trying to hit the most likes or or has the most likes uh, I'm trying to, trying to hit likes. that milestone yeah i'm gonna be real with you i have no idea like when like how that got made or like 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 how i got made specifically i just like remember like just like for like and giggles, I was like, like I was I was talking to Proc and like he thought that was a real pen too, so he was like, "Yo, watch this," and he put that post up, and within like two days, I think that shit had like over like two hundred, three hundred likes. But eventually, eventually it'll get to two thousand nine hundred seventy-three. It's a it's a slow journey now, but eventually it'll get there. Trust me. Without a doubt, yeah. 
Uh, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll transition to the Celtics um, talk and the, and the, the basketball talk in general. Uh, so, you know, you, you have, a, you know, obviously a, a passion for the Boston Celtics. Um, if those who are listening don't, don't know, I mean, we know. So, um, you know, throughout all your years of following the Boston Celtics, uh, who is like, who's your one favorite Celtics team of all time? And then who's, like, your least favorite, um, if you had to pick, and, like, why? All right, so I've been watching since uh, 09 playoffs, that first series with um, around the Bulls. Just, like, a quick thing for those of y'all, if so, for those of you who don't know, who, like, why Ray Allen's one of my favorite players or one of my favorite player of all time. Uh, if y'all remember, he did, he dropped 51 on the Bulls in that series, and that so happened to be on my seventh birthday. So, like, ever since then, like, I've always loved this game, man. Like, that's... It's always held a special place in my heart, but now my favorite Celtics team, that's a tough one. I'd have to go with either uh, probably the 2018 Celtics or the 2000, uh, 2000, yeah, 2012 Celtics. Yeah, those two are definitely my favorites. As far as my least favorites, I'd probably go with 2014 and 2019. Like, those, like, those both hold, like, fucking, like, icky places in my heart, like... (laughs) 2019 especially, man, because we as everyone knows, like we had such high hopes that year. Like we had Kyrie. It's playoff, and, yeah, playoffs. And Hayward, Horford, Morris, uh, Terry, Marcus, Smart, like, and we won 49 games, and we got bound, and we got like shit on by the bus for second round, and there was like the whole stuff with like Kyrie and all that. So yeah, that team will never be held in high regard for me. <laughs> Wait. Oh man. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Speaking Tom. about that. Speaking about that though, like, it made me realize how much I hate the Celtics but love them at the same I know, time because I know. I'm a Heat fan. I've already well, expressed this. <laughs> Dude, I am a 100% Jalen Brown fan. <laughs> I'm like the biggest fan here besides maybe like yeah, Naughty. Yeah. Like, I love Jalen Brown. I am a. I am over here praying to the Jalen Brown shrine yeah. as we speak. Uh, but. He's one of my favorite players solely for the fact that I dropped like 50 with him in 2K. And I was like, yo, this dude's kind of tight. Yeah. <laughs> Let me start playing. <laughs> Let me start being a fan of him. It was like 2018. So I still didn't know that much about basketball like I do now. But it was one of the best things ever. And also, he looked like Khalid as well. So, I mean, that was another plus. Yeah. But facts. The hate, the hate portion comes from the whole entire rivalry. Uh, I can't even say it. Rivalry that we had with the uh, Celtics back in the uh, early 2010s. Like, I am telling you right now, never have I expressed so much hate for a singular team than the big three Celtics, technically big four. No, I had D. Like, not in the round of 2011. We were, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, those were, those, were, those, were, those, were some, those were some good series, man. Like, we lost both, unfortunately. Like, game 2012 was the worst because, like, game six LeBron happened. I don't want to talk about that because I'll get PTSD, but, like, yeah, those are some good. Those are some good series, man. Like, the- oh no, dude! The thing that gave me PTSD in that series was Paul Pierce just facing LeBron oh, with that yeah. three pointer. Like the the amount of confidence this man had to pull, like right then and there, take the final shot right in the like, possibly the best like NBA player in the league at that time. Definitely yeah, the man, best, that, actually. Paul Pierce like underrated he had. Like, in those like early twenty ten years because like he was still putting up like eighteen five and five on like. Some pretty good splits and pretty good defense, but like, no, nah, I remember like the whole like narrative, like, and because like, I was living in Massachusetts at the time, like before I moved to Florida, 
So I remember the whole thing there is like we were dead set, like we thought we were going to the finals. Because up at that point, like LeBron didn't really have, you know, the best reputation as a playoff closer for like his Miami Heat days because of the 2011 finals. But like, man, when game, when game six happened, ooh, not not fun, not fun. And then game seven, heartbreaking loss as well. So like, yeah, that, that series gave me a lot of respect for LeBron. Definitely. But I but a little bit of hatred, but yeah. mostly respect. Yeah. Uh, what was your opinion on that snake? Like, what was the entire, like, you know, thing to you back in the early 2010s? Like, the whole entire Celtics heat rivalry. I can't even say it right still, but, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I remember, I guess, I, technically it did start in 2010, though. Because, like, even though, like, but that's, like, before the big three happened. But, like, we did face, remember, serves, I believe, in the first round or whatever. Like, D-Wade, D-Wade killed us. But, like, we still won, like, four or five games. But, like. Yeah, like that was actually that series actually gave me appreciation for Dwight as well because he was like single handedly keeping those heat teams like in the game. Like, like without him, like that team probably would have won like twenty games and like y'all would have been picking a lotto again. But nah, like that that got. Oh yeah, two thousand one Dwight was a different beast. Different. Yeah. Yeah, man. He was. And then, yeah, man, two thousand six too is arguably one of the greatest finals performances that we've seen. That was insane as well. Um, that shit was rigged just because D-Wade shot a lot of free throws, but the same. Shut, shut up, shut <laughs> up, shut up. <laughs> I will stand this to the day I die. We, it was not it rigged. Was, no, I don't think it was rigged, but like. like yeah, the, I, I know. We've <laughs> discussed like, about it. What? Like the Mavs had like pretty poor defense and like no run protection back then. Like Wade was just getting downhill whenever he wanted. Like you really think that Jason Terry is Stop him, like, exactly. busting downhill one-on-one that Dirk Nowitzki finna challenge him vertically. Like, no. Not a chance. No. You really think that J.J. Barea is going to stop this man barreling into the lane? Uh, JJ, no, no. J.J. wasn't back in 06, I don't think. He still would have been in call. No, I think he was. Damn, he, damn, he old as shit. <laughs> nah, but, like, nah, but, like, still, though, like, I don't just – I don't know, like, th- like the whole argument's stupid because then you can be like, well, every game Harden shoots 15 free throws, like, the NBA must be rigging it for the Rockets to win, like. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Like, be, like good players shoot a lot of free throws, especially slashers, like, what, do you, what about it? <laughs> Shave that beard and he gets five free throws instead. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> there you go. No, um, well, I mean, you, yeah, you talk about, I mean, obviously I brought up, uh, we brought up, like, uh, you know, not well. We kind of got out of the the time frame here, but uh, just to focus more on, uh, you know, the 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 Celtics and the Heat Heat's rivalry. I mean, that that'll live on, like you know, of the early uh, 2010s will go on for you know, forever. Man, that that was super competitive and super fun to watch too. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the, uh, I want to ask you a question. This is sort of like a, that's sort of a fun question. Okay. Um, so. If, if you had to pick uh, like a best version of Ray Allen and yeah. if we're putting him at the two, um, you can pick your best version of Ray and surround him with a starting five. Who are you going with? All right. So I'd probably go if – we're, if we're putting him on other great players, I'd probably go with a one Ray Allen just because like that, okay. that was like – I think I think, was, like, I, I think 06 was like better offensively, but I think one was like one of his like best all-arounders in general. But if I was putting if I was putting guys around him, I'd start off with uh, my point guard. I'd probably I'd pick Curry just because like the, the sixteen Curry, the spacing there would be like insane. Like ain't no one chasing around both Ray Allen and Curry running off running off screens. 
Facts. Uh, let me think. Let me think of the front court. I'd probably put. I'd pr- I'd probably also throw in there sixteen Draymond at power forward just because like that whole dynamic with both of them would just be like such a great like fit as well. And at center, I'd probably put 04 KG. So like right now, like we're missing the wing, but not only do you have Curry and Ray like with like their insane grab, like running around the perimeter, like get kitchen shoot looks, but you also have Draymond initiating some work in the pick and roll action, and like KG being able to like guard basically any position on the floor due to him just being a freak athlete, and also like elite rebounder can also pass. So like if he is like down low in the post, like he can he can see. He can see Draymond wide open in the corner. He can see Curry or Ray Allen, like, cutting, like, sprinting to the high corners, like, top of the key or whatever. And then at small forward, um, I actually don't know who I want to go with. I'm trying to think of some fit here real quick, so, hmm. Honestly, imagine, right, if with Ray Allen and Curry and Draymond and KG, as you said, at small forward, you put like Sean. Oh Marion, yeah, Marion right? would be nice. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, Ma- yeah. Marion would be dope. He would. Yeah. It's either that or Karan Butler because Karan Butler is so underrated. Yeah. My question opinion. is a nice three and D option. Question is though, what version of you are you putting in like a Phoenix? Oh yeah, uh, Sean Marion. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely Phoenix Sean Marion. Like I know, like he. Yeah, even though he played power forward in 06, yeah. he can definitely play small he forward as well. Like a fourth option on a team like scoring wise, because like I feel like he would know that like Ray Allen, Curry, and KG are all better offensive players than he is, and like he can also guard as well as Draymond and KG. He can guard all positions effectively as well. So like that would definitely cover for uh, Ray and KG. So yeah, that'd be a dope or, five man. Or you like, or you? I mean, Sean Marion's more of a a lesser known name than this guy. Are you gonna put a guy like Kawhi Leonard maybe? Oh, cool. You see, Kawhi, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi, eh? Kawhi was short, I don't know. But, like, I think, like, obviously Kawhi, I think, is more talented than Sean Marion, but I think fit why like, Marion at the three would be. Yeah, he's, like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, he's more of a, a fit um, than Kawhi. I think Kawhi's more of a name, but. I would put, like, 15 or 16 Kawhi there, maybe, but I think yeah. Sean Marion's, like, versatility on defense, like, mixed with KG and Draymond would be epic as well. And also. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, his, oh, yeah, his rebounding as well. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I only have like a couple more, que- uh, like one or two more questions, but Slen, I'll let you take it away. Uh, you got the mic, man. So basically, we all have the same, like, you know, moments as basketball fans where there's that one particular moment that really, like, capsulates you. So similar to the hardwood question I asked earlier in the podcast, what is your favorite basketball moment? It doesn't have to be from the Celtics or anything, it can be from the playoffs. It can be from the regular season, you know, with Jason Terry getting destroyed, putting, like, six feet under in his grave. Not I that. mean, what is it? Not that. Uh, man, I... <laughs> no, my, my favorite – one of my favorite moments, man, would honestly be when Isaiah dropped 52 on his sister's birthday after she died. Like, I – like, I'm, I'd say I'm somewhat emotional, but, like, I've never, like, really cried like basketball. Like, there's been a few times, like, Kobe's death being one of them, but, like, I I bawled fucking tears when Isaiah did that for his sister, man. Like, that was so beautiful to watch. Especially, like, when he hit that, like, go-ahead bucket over Markeith Morris to get him to 50, like, I I lost it, man. Like, that was beautiful. Like, that was, like, po- that was poetry. Mm-hmm. That was – I could go on and on about that, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a – if I'm not mistaken, could be wrong, but I think CP3 had in high school or 
I think he had a game where he went for like sixty. Yeah, um, yeah. His uh, grandfather had like died. I think like yeah. Like so and like he, I, I remember this story. I forget how many points he had exactly, but like, he was at the free throw line. And, like the amount of points he had was like his like grandfather's age, so he just purposely like threw the ball and like missed the free throw to like lead. Dude, that's... The game. Like yeah, man. Moments like that in basketball are just pure power, like pure poetry. Like yeah, and you you see what's happened with you know, not only like you know because you know with with the whole Kobe thing. I mean, people have just gathered around you know as, as a whole. And, yeah. Like I mean, basketball can bring like communities together. You know, so it's like yeah, it's it's crazy to see for sure. Um, one last question, man, before we get this thing wrapped up, um, and obviously we appreciate you coming on Cosmo, but, um, I want to know your thoughts on this year's Celtics. Like what's your expectations? How far do you think they'll go? Um, just your overall thoughts on them. Man, I think I'm, I'm, I love this team, man. Like, especially, especially the way that like Tatum's developed, like, but most of, I think people just think like he magically took like a jump and got way better. Like I, that's more just like him, like finding himself, man. Like he's way more comfortable like, driving to the rim, like, taking contact. Like, the step back has become a real part of his game, especially the little, like, uh, size up and then, like, sidestep he does. And, like, the presence of Kemba on the team has, like, just been a huge, like, positive for us. He's a, he's a great guy, like, great leader. Like, he's given JT and JB, like, up, like, the utmost confidence in their game and stuff. And, like, when he's out there, like, we're just, like, on another tier. Like, I think the team could get, like, as far as the conference finals and maybe, like, Five per, top, five ten percent chance they could maybe beat the Bucks if like everything goes right. But yeah, no, this is a great team, man. I'm just yeah able to watch it and, like every day, like every time they play, especially today. Hopefully they beat the Rockets. That's, yeah, without a yeah. doubt. That's, that's where my two, love two relationship comes from too. We'll see. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, uh, you talk about. I mean, because with Ky- I mean Kyrie obviously um, went to the, went to the Nets um, uh, this past off season. And, uh, you know, how how much, I mean, just real quickly, like, how much has that really, like, how much do you take into account, like, that, like, Kyrie leaving for, like, a guy like Tatum's development? Like, it has to be, like, you know, it has to be, like, a lot. Like, it has to be, you know, very impactful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's more just, like, like Tatum, like, getting more touches. I don't think, like, Kyrie was, like, telling Tatum, like, hey, like, I'm, like, you can't do this or whatever. Because, like, Tatum... Like Tatum and Kyrie, like are still like really close. Like Tate, like Tatum himself has said it. Like he has like no like will ill towards like Kyrie. Like they still like homies and stuff. But like nah, like it's just like it's just like Kemba is like way less ball dominant than like Kyrie. more. Yeah, that's what I was like, gonna bring up the ball more, dominant. Way more willing to like run those like high pick and roll sets that we used to do for IT back in the day, where like Tice will come set a screen at like 30, 35 feet. Kemba will just like uh, sprint off that like run like get his like momentum all the way down. And, like, back in, like, Charlotte, he would be forced to just, like, throw up, like, a tough layup and, like, try and get free throws. But now with Tatum, he can just easily kick that out. And Tatum has, like, all the – Tatum, Jalen, Hayward, like, they have all the room in the world to work and, like, get their own offense going. So, like, in that way, like, he's been great for us. Like, just the willingness to, like, embrace the system, embrace the culture, embrace the fans. Like, like what more can you ask? Yeah, I agree with you. I wasn't – Yeah, I don't think – yeah, I don't think Kemba gets enough credit. He does either. He doesn't, especially in the Bucks. People will be like, oh, I mean, he's averaging 22, 4, 22, 4 and 5. But, like, th- those assist totals, like, do not, like, capture, like, how well he makes plays for us. Like, if they did, like, those, that would be up to, like, 8, 9, 10 assists a game. Like, yeah, counting misses and all no, that. No, no, but, like, like Kemba, he makes that team just, slow. Like, actually, like, capture playmaking, like, he would be averaging, like, in the upper echelon of, like, all that stuff, man. But, like,. 
I don't know. Yeah. I feel like uh, I see people, I see like people outside of the north like don't appreciate like Kemba like as much. Like honestly, you have like Celtics fans like the whole like UConn fan base is where and like everyone in the, uh, in, our, in the Atlantic Division kind of know how good he is just because we always play them like four times a game. Where that'd be like the Raptors, Knicks, Nets, or Philly uh, even. But like, yeah. No, f- oh, yeah. for sure. No, <laughs> I, I like I I meant more. I I phrased that question more because I was thinking about Kyrie's play style. I think. Kemba's play style works a lot better with a lot of those young guys. Um, yeah, and... I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like Kemba is better than Kyrie because Kyrie is still a better player, but Kemba just works like it's fit. It's a yeah. fit, yeah. It's a fit thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of similar to what the Heat have right now. Like basically the same premise in that we had uh like a young roster. Yeah. We got the piece for it, and all of a sudden, you know, we're starting to become this thing where everything is looking good, that we're becoming this complete machine, similar to what Kemba was to the Celtics. Like, their impacts, both Butler's and Kemba's, I'm not yeah. going to compare the two because they, they're both totally uh-huh. different, but their impacts for both of their specific teams have really, like, launched, like, new possibilities. Like, before this year, you can, like, you know, tell me about it. I thought this year's Heat team was about to be so garbage. Like, I thought we were going to be, like, eighth or ninth seed, like, back in mediocrity, but I was totally well, I mean, wrong. I can't blame y'all, because, like, if like if you were to tell me that, like, hey, like, Duncan Robinson was going to become one of the best catch-and-shoot players in the league, like, Bam was going to be, like, damn near a top five percent in the league, and, like, that Goron was going to have a career off the bench, and, like, all of this shit going for the Heat, like, I wouldn't believe you, because I'd be like, no, nah, that's, like, too perfect for them, but, like, yeah, she like, especially with yep. my uh, reputation with Autisto Bam, Autisto oh, yeah. Mode Bam. Oh man! Oh, uh, I can't. Now that's so weird. Like Bam, like went from like not being able to control himself in the paint to like being one of the best like for, like floor general bigs and like ball handling bigs in the league. Like that's that's a Dude. that's a big credit to y'all development staff and stuff. Like y'all have had so many guys come out and yeah. be like contributors like right away compared to last year. Yeah, it's insane, dude. And and you see how like Bam literally like. Like, it's trying to, like, literally murder someone. Like, when he goes, like, up and, like, like just tries to destroy the rim. Like, yeah. there's been, like, a handful of those. And, like, he had a windmill yesterday, which is, like, like which is crazy. Like, getting more custom, like, to seeing, like, actions where, like, Bam, like, catches it, like, facing back from the ball, like, in the free throw line. Well, he'll, like, turn around, like, do, like, a little, like, size up, and then he'll pull up, like, a floater, like, a little jumper. And, like, that shit, like, always goes in. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. It, and he needs to take more yeah. of those because yeah. a lot of the times, like, a lot of the times, like a guy like Embiid yeah. will will like stay more in the paint, and he can make the, and Bam can make those mid range jumpers, yeah. and they give him space. So I think he should pull those a lot more often. No, like, but I was like, but like this other thing, I, like whenever I like see that, I'm thinking, like, all right, if that was last year, he either would have like lost the ball off his foot, either would have like short armed it and like got like an offensive foul trying to go for a loose ball. Or he would have just gone autisto band like like Slensei said. And it's like a similar development for Jalen because like I, I've always liked Jalen like since we drafted him even though I didn't want Brandon Ingram. But like his handles last year were nowhere like not even close to what they are now. Like I saw like the last time we played Philly and we beat them, I saw a play where he like he got on an island with Matisse Thibel and he hit like a little like AI move where he did like like a little one two size up. Like snatched back and then like freaking went like went left and got like an and one finish over Matisse Thibel like that whole entire sequence like however long that lasted like four or five seconds like I was thinking like if he tried that last year like you would have lost it out of bounds got stripped like tried pulling up for ill advised mini after he couldn't get like any separation but like 
I don't know. Like when you see those type of developments for young players, like it's so damn satisfying. Like it's like, like it's so great to see those young guys like go out there and like add aspects to their games and like get so much. Better. That's because that's just amazing for the league. Like when Bam and Jalen are doing that consistently. Yeah, and then and then you talk about like not not even to add to your point, but not even like young guys, but guys that we didn't even think that we're gonna like like shoot up, like just you know come out of nowhere. Guys like Kendrick Nunn. Uh, yeah. guys like Devonte Graham, who was, you know, not even getting minutes last season, you know, and, and came from the 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 G League. Mm-hmm. So you know, guys like that that are just, um, you know, coming out of the blue and just to see all these, um, guys take big big leaps this year. Yeah, no, the crazy is, is part insane. about Graham specifically is that his rookie, he was like his only positive characteristic I've seen, like his like defense. Like he's still good at that now. But, like, now he's just magically become, like, one of the best three-point shooters in the league and, like, one of the best passers as well. So, like, that's – like, it's all, it's always great to see storyline like that develop and come up. Like, I can't wait to see who it is next year, like, who it is 2022, 2023 onwards. Like, those type of, those type of stories always get you, like, in a feel-good type mode, so. Without a doubt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Man, so – I want to I want to thank you Cosmo for coming on the on the pod man. We really appreciate you. Uh before we get off with this man, uh any last words guys? I'll start with Slun first. Uh just be you. That's all I'm going to say, just be you. There you go. That's simple enough. And then uh, and then Cosmo man, any last words man? We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no, like what if y'all ever want to have me back on here like shout like shout me out like this was a dope ass like 50 minutes like hour as well like I'm just thankful to get the opportunity to be on here to like share some like my stories on Harvard to get some of my takes out about the Celtics as well. Like, get bring me back anytime, man. Honestly, this was this was fun. Yeah. So anyway, I want to thank you guys for listening to the second episode of the Hardwood Amino podcast. Um, again, appreciate the the guys coming back. Second episode in the books. And uh, until next time, guys. It's Snake and uh, Cosmo Slen. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Peace out. 973 for 2973. Peace out.